0: In this month's Retro Gaming Club episode, we take a look at the Super Nintendo classic, The
1: Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past.
2: We also take a look at yet another new game coming to the Sega Dreamcast.
1: Learning last week that the Game Boy is not the place to watch tenants. Could you instead use your Game Boy
2: for Bitcoin mining? And Sony has officially announced the closure of some of their PlayStation digital stores.
0: Welcome to episode 13 of the Retro Gaming Dads podcast, the weekly podcast for everything retro and retro-inspired. As always, I am Anthony, and I'm joined
1: via the wonders of the internet by Barry and Phil. Hello. Hello. On the back of last week, learning that Tenant runs very poorly on the Game Boy Advance, somebody has managed to get it mine bitcoins. Are they, are they rich yet? I thought that watching a movie was bad, but mine
0: bitcoins...
1: I mean, could we have data centres now filled with Game Boys?
0: Well, let's look at it this way. How long do you reckon it would take to mine a single Bitcoin?
2: (laughs) Till the end of time.
1: Someone has done the maths and it's roughly a a quad... It's
2: such a large number. Phil can't even say (laughs) it. It's true. I've
1: not got that many fingers. Quadrillion years. At which point the sun would have blown up and wiped everything out. But you'll have a Bitcoin.
2: (laughs) Somewhere and and if it base. keeps going up as it has been recently, it you know, it'll be worth infinite amount of money. Brilliant. <laughs> oh, just... See, the Game Boy is not exactly the um the powerhouse of consoles, is it? No. No, most definitely not. So was there any reason why someone decided to do this?
0: Well, much like they did for the Game Boy Advance for Tenant. They went, huh, let's see what else we could do. (laughs) I know, I'm going to mine Bitcoins.
1: It's the same reason that you had Doom running on printers because somebody thought, can I do it? Sorry, Doom running a pregnancy test. Yeah, that one was impressive.
2: Yes. Imagine your wife running in. Honey, honey, look, look. And you go, oh, sweet, Doom. We are going to have to have the Doom music playing in there. (laughs) Oh, no, you're just pregnant. Well, someone's also put on that it's um, it's statistics at mining these Bitcoins. So, okay. at 0.8 hashes, someone's worked out that an, a dedicated ASIC, a piece of hardware dedicated to Bitcoin mining, it's roughly 125 trillionth of the performance. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, on one hand... Absolutely pointless. On the other hand, quite impressive technology has actually come that far in since uh what is it, 1989, when the Game Boy came out over Well,
1: yeah, and you can now mine bitcoins on AA batteries.
2: Moving on from a, the most pointless way to become rich, new games are coming to the Dreamcast yet again. What it's been a bit on? of a spike in these. Yeah, well, it feels like every other week we're announcing that a new Dreamcast game's coming along. Poor consoles been dead and buried 20 years.
0: Every the week, definitely, yeah, for the Dreamcast. But then I feel like every week, at least for an older console,
1: we're announcing about different games. Tell us more about these new games for the Dreamcast.
2: Excuse me if I absolutely butcher the name of this game. So... Andro Dunos. It's a horizontal shoot 'em up, a bit like R type. Originally, I saw that this was coming to Nintendo 3DS, and I thought, oh, that's a bit different. Nintendo 3DS is now dead. They are also bringing this to the Xbox, the Switch, and the PlayStation 4. However, looking at it, it also says, and the Dreamcast. So apparently, now the Dreamcast is in the same club as the current generation of consoles. (laughs) Sega's
1: done it! <laughs> they've <laughs> brought out a current console! Exactly. It
0: kind of makes you think, why? Why have they decided to put onto the Dreamcast? The
2: Dreamcast was quite a popular console for these type of games. Yeah. I, I, the why? I couldn't say why they've done it. Oh, I could tell you why they've done it. People who have Dreamcast, this is a high-quality game that would sell to them, because most of them are into these sort of games. It's not quite a bullet hell type game by the looks of it, but its I'm interested in it. It's a a decent price, €30. But would you get it on your Dreamcast? Yes.
1: I was about to say, you have a Dreamcast, Barry.
2: If I was going to buy it, I'd probably buy it on the Dreamcast.
1: Now, here's the question. Does it have a VMU game with it?
2: Most games didn't. I know, Paul. I believe it just shows the logo.
1: Oh, So you can't walk around with it and feed your chow?
2: No. Got it. That needy, needy chow. I'm surprised it didn't end in the same place my Tamagotchi, to be honest. What, in pieces? Yeah. Anyone who's looking to pick up these titles, whether it's for the Dreamcast or not, but we all know in our hearts the Dreamcast is the right choice, can head over to Pixel Heart's website, which is pixelheart.eu. Currently, they've got them up for pre-order. It's €29.90 for the original title, €34.90 for the sequel. Both are available on the Dreamcast. I think the sequel is only available on the 3DS, the Switch, the Xbox, and the PlayStation 4.
0: Now, I did see something about there's only a limited amount of
2: copies, though, that are being sold. Yes. So, I believe it's 300 copies for the original game, for the Dreamcast, and 500 for the sequel, with 5,000 copies for the 3DS. I do Don't know if they're going to limit the copies on the Switch, the Xbox, or the PlayStation, though. Oh, wow, that's a very limited run. There's a good chance they might put it digital as well, though,
1: onto the store. Oh,
2: uh, yeah, I would imagine for the newer consoles, it'll be digital. yeah, newer consoles, yeah. Yeah. You can't get a digital Dreamcast game, though. Physical-wise, oh, no. But moving on, uh, keeping with the theme of buying digital games... We reported on this last week. Oh, we reported on it. It makes us sound like, you know, we know what the hell we're doing.
1: (laughs) We're a professional news agency. We found out. We
2: speculated on this. told you the rumors of. We did a Google search and found out. (laughs) As we mentioned last week, Sony's actually taken down the PlayStation Free, the PlayStation Portable, and the PlayStation Vita stores.
1: Yeah, they actually announced it when we were talking about it last week. I said I'd be shocked if they did it, but bloody hell, they have. Yeah, we yeah, did. Um, was... So
2: the PlayStation 3, PlayStation Portable are going in, I think it was July, and the PlayStation Vita is going in August.
0: I spotted it yesterday and went, hey, look, Barry, they've actually announced it. He's like, what?
2: And I was like, look. What does this mean for the PS4? PS4, well, that's the thing. The PlayStation Vita, it's not even 10 years old. Yeah, and games, As you, when we were talking about it, games are coming out as soon as last year. Well, that's another thing. Um, as of... yeah. Just last month, they actually sent out PlayStation Vita dev kits to some developers that allowed the developers to purchase the PlayStation Vita dev kit, pay the licensing fee, receive the hardware to create the game, and have the game... Leave with... it on the merch. Yeah, exactly. That's harsh. They need They've to have the game finished, and with Sony by July, for it to be put into the store. And even then, come August, that's it. God. It's gone. God.
0: It's as if Sony's gone, hmm, we've got some dev kits to get rid of. Let's push them out and get rid of them before we close the store.
2: No, it's not that they push these dev kits out. The developers have to sign up. They have to request the dev kit. And I believe they cost about $3,000. And Sony
0: didn't even say, by the way, we're planning on doing this. Nope. They just kept it all quiet. D-
2: didn't say anything at all. Just sent the dev kit out after it was purchased. And I mean, I can,
1: I can understand why they've not, Said, oh, by the way, we're closing the stores at this point because as soon as that hits the wild, everyone's going to be talking oh, about 100%. it. 100 rumor mills and the like. But they should have said, sorry, we're not selling these at the moment. Yeah, yeah, or, them out and... or
2: even if they were selling them now, announce, you know, these stores are going to close in July and August 2022. Because yeah. there has been a couple of developers that have announced that they've just had to cancel the PlayStation beta games. Quite a few of them were ones that were backed by Kickstarter. And a lot of people are now forcing refunds through because they're not bringing them to the Visa. And their argument is we can't finish this game in the next three, four months, get it certified by Sony to then only have it up on the store for a month.
0: Yeah, I was about to say, what are the cost implications that are going against them? And as you said, they're having to close them down. Like, you know, a lot of developers would have put so much money into those games that they're having to cancel. Yeah. That money's literally just gone down the toilet.
2: The, well, the Vita, it's its like the Switch. It's very popular for indies. Yeah. Especially especially the Vita, because it is basically now just an indie console. You don't get any AAA games to compete against.
0: Now, it's some positives, though, at least. When they close the stores, we found out that you will still be able to re-download games and video content that you previously purchased still. So you still have access to those games.
2: Have they set time limits on this? No, they haven't. They've just said once the store closes, you will still be able to go through and redeem vouchers for games and re download any previous purchases.
1: See, we were talking about the, the, the problem with this last week is that Sony just don't seem to see any value in historical gaming. No, no, absolutely do.
2: not. Unfortunately, every digital store is going to go eventually, whether it's Steam, Microsoft. The only store I. Personally, feel that's kind of got the right idea is good old games, GOG. Yeah, because their games are DRM free. So if I purchase a game, as long as I make a backup of that file, I can reinstall that in the future, even if GOG's completely gone.
1: Yeah, I do like that about GOG. I've got to admit, I've got a few GOG games.
2: If Steam goes, to my understanding at least, I won't be able to play my Steam library, even if I have them installed on my computer
1: i think it's new zealand maybe i'd have to double check this but they have a a law where when you own a digital copy if the store is to be got rid of or the the file is going to be removed they have to send a physical copy of that or make a physical copy of that available without the store
2: see i've not looked into it but i can't see that being tenable at all yeah how, how could you do that? What would be the limitations? If I bought a game on Steam back in 2004 and they discontinue it in 2050, do did, did they have to send me that game physically? Because if you think about Steam, how many games do you have? I, I'm not being funny. I, I've not got a big collection. I have a good 200 Steam games. They're not going to send me them all. I think it's more
1: make it available a la good old game style. Where, you know, here is the
2: file. That's the thing. It's not just Steam that put DRM into the titles. Oh no, no. I know. Other companies do. It's a tricky one.
1: It is a tricky one. And it is it is it's something that I think Sony's gonna partly erode faith in their own digital storefront doing this. But is it gonna erode faith erode faith even in other digital storefronts like Steam, like Microsoft?
2: It's more people might feel the uncertainty. If I owned a PlayStation 4 right now, I would feel wary. Nervous. Yes. Bear in mind, the PlayStation 4 only came out a year after the PlayStation Vita in most places. Granted, the PlayStation 4
1: was a lot more popular.
2: So I don't think it'll be as
1: quick to take it down. But the PlayStation Three was pretty popular.
2: Well, yeah. So, the PlayStation 3 came out, I want to say, 2007? 2006, 2007, yeah. It's got 13, 14 years out of it. But, again, we were talking about this not long ago. My Xbox 360, you said you had Explosion Man? Yes, yes I did. Or do. You can still re-download that. And that's from now, two generations back.
1: And if we were to go on there and look at, um, there, was a, there was a particular Turtles game that was taken down, wasn't there? Um, uh,
2: yeah, quite a few of them, I think. So yeah.
1: I think I have Turtles Arcade. I'm pretty certain if you was to go onto your Xbox, you would still be able to download that, even though it was oh, taken On my 360 Aircan, yeah.
2: yes. The store, it was taken off the store from years ago. See, I understand games being taken down because of licensing. Uh, so the other example we've mentioned before is Forza. I think that's more to do with the music license. They only pay for it for so many years. And then they remove it.
0: It was also Crazy Taxi as well.
2: Well, no, Crazy Taxi is on there. It's just when it was re-released on other yeah, systems, it. it just didn't have the Offspring songs in it. And the Starfronts. Yeah. But those games are still available to download.
0: But yeah, I, m- I remember with Forza, I remember seeing things saying it's going due to licensing.
2: Yeah. But those games, Crazy Taxi, for example, is still available some of these games like we've said it so we couldn't 2 um let's just have a quick look see how much that's going for at the moment on um everyone's favorite trading platform website to get scammed by yeah that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. next question how the hell do you spell so we couldn't <laughs> right so um so we could and Two, um buy it now 400 pounds <laughs> Buy it now, two hundred and thirty-five pounds.
1: Oh, I had a copy of this. Uh, two hundred
2: and seventy-five pounds, four hundred and thirty-five pounds. So these are for PAL versions. Oh. The PlayStation Store, I think it was ten pounds.
1: When we were talking about the rumor, I was in the back of my head. I was thinking, there's no way Sony'll do this. It'd be, it'd be stupid. But no, there we go. They've done it. Do you know, I, I know. also we we talk about
0: obviously different consoles quite a bit, and I know. also we talk about Sony doing this, taking it down. But you know, it's a negative with Sony, and I feel like we do sometimes focus on negatives. But there's not many positives from Sony lately, is there?
2: They're not trying to endear us to them. No,
0: and it's sad because you know I don't I don't like to be talking ne- negative. Well, obviously we're also not talking negative. We're just telling the news. But Sony's not really been. They've not been bringing positive news. No, they're not. And it's making it hard for us to be like,
1: oh yeah, look at this. And No. I'm sure it was a few weeks ago when I was saying that what what news have we had from Sony of late? The last news I can really remember thinking, yeah, they're doing a big push here, was the release of the console.
2: Mm. Mm. And and even that hasn't gone well. A lot of the PlayStation 5 launch about the console has just been dominated by bots buying them all up and scalping them, yeah. Just while we're talking about this, do you think this lends a bit more credibility to basically people pirating the games in the future? (sighs) Now, I'm 100% against pirating a current game because you do not intend to pay for it. And I will hold my hands up because I think I just got a dirty look by Anthony. I have downloaded current games through dubious methods. Played them, thought, you know what, I really enjoy this game, and then gone out and just bought the game. Haven't they statistically shown that piracy works in selling games? Well, yeah, they've they've definitely shown that it doesn't hamper the sales of games. A lot of people, I think, that pirate it and play it don't have the intention to pay for it anyway. However, a small portion of them will go, you know what, this is a really good game. Not to incriminate ourselves, but Let's say, hypothetically, I did Pirate, I don't know, EDF5, say. Just just hypothetically. And I did play it. And I thought, you know what? I'm having a lots of fun with this. And then Anthony goes, oh, I want to play with you. I've bought it. And I'm going, oh, I can't play with him. I've got a dodgy copy. Hypothetically. And um, could,
0: no, because we do actually own it or we do play it together. We actually own it on Steam.
2: I may then go and purchase a legitimate copy if I hypothetically had a dodgy copy, just so that I can play it online with you. It's hypothetically
0: being overused here.
2: The other thing is, as well, is the people that pirate games,
1: if they pirate a game and they play it, would they have actually played it if they couldn't pirate it? They wouldn't probably wouldn't have gone out and bought it unless it's something they really, really wanted. But then, as you say, something they really enjoy, there's a good chance they're going to go, right, okay, I'm actually going to go and buy this game because I want a proper copy absolutely
0: you know also a lot of people can't be bothered to pirate games as well so you have a big majority who can't be bothered to do it
2: i actually well, i actually i'm not gonna go into it but i actually have a story about i owned a legitimate copy of adobe uh creative suite six i think it was it was such a nightmare to actually install my legitimate copy that i downloaded a pirated copy because it was easier to install and run Flipping hack. DRM sometimes is its own worst nightmare. Acts like this, where they are taking down digital storefronts. Uh, same with the Wii. The, the Wii storefront's completely gone. And there were some titles on there that aren't on any other storefronts. I do think that the work that... I think Pirates is probably a bad name for them. People that are archiving these titles making their own replacement storefronts to download these titles as well. Especially since the majority of them never get released. Don't get me wrong, Capcom. If you want to go out and bring Mega Man Legends collection out, I will give you I'll just throw money at you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's the the thing. There's some titles that are just going to disappear because the right holders have got a vice grip onto them and they won't re-release them, but they won't allow people to play emulated versions of them as well.
2: Microsoft. Exactly. If if there's no legitimate way to try and play these titles anymore, should companies really stop people from playing pirated copies? Should they go after them? Don't get me wrong, I don't think people should distribute copies.
0: No, just more get it and play themselves.
2: Um, So obviously, ROM websites. I'm I'm completely against that. But say, for example, if Internet Archive archived these titles, even if they didn't make them available to the public, or at least like until a certain period of time had lapsed and the rights holders either no longer existed or they hadn't done anything with the property for so long.
1: See, here's an interesting
2: thing with the
1: Internet Archive. You can play old arcade games on the, the Internet Archive.
2: I believe a lot of them, though, they're just games that have fallen. out of
1: yeah, copyright. Yeah. but it's more that the, the point that you're making there is a brilliant point. Could these games that are no longer in print, no longer legally available to play anywhere, available on the Internet Archive, playable on the Internet Archive? They're not being distributed, but they are still
2: playable. Yeah, they are. Going back to Suikoden too. I have never played it. Brilliant. Game. But I, I would want to. It, it looks quite interesting. I've never owned a PlayStation, though, no, while it was current.
0: I was about to say you've got a PlayStation.
2: The game now is prohibitively expensive for me to play. After the PlayStation store's gone down, I won't be able to buy it digitally anywhere else that I'm aware of. And let's face it, Konami are not going to re-release this game. Goddamn. No.
1: Well, if I was going to say, if they do, it'll be a pachinko machine or a gambler machine. Or an open-world survival <laughs> battle royale. <laughs> well, see, like Microsoft has done...
0: We we keep going back to, and I know we do, but Microsoft are doing the right thing in preserving their games with, like with the 360, like with the original Xbox. And um, I, I was reading a thing today where Microsoft was saying that they're not trying to, you know, bash Sony at all by the way what they're saying, but they turned and said that they've just released 16 Xbox 360 games onto their streaming service. So you know, it's not just on back of battle. It's now streamable as well. Let's face it, nothing's forever,
2: though. No, nothing's forever. Eventually, even Microsoft's legacy titles for one reason or another disappear.
1: I honestly think the reason why Microsoft's titles will end up going down, like the backwards compatibility stuff, 360 stuff, etc., is if somebody replaces Phil Spencer that doesn't have the same
2: ethos. I don't... See, I don't even think that. I think it's too much ingrained into Xbox, now. I think if Microsoft did the exact same thing, said, right, 360, Xbox Live 360 is going. You won't be able to purchase games or play online with 360 titles, even if it's on backwards compatibility. I reckon there would be a massive uproar, much more than a hearing from PlayStation.
0: Yeah. I, there is a lot of standing with the public.
2: Because I, I remember there being quite a lot of um, backlash when the PlayStation 4 came out because it couldn't play PlayStation 1 titles. Um, And again, they, Sony said, you know, people aren't buying new consoles to play old titles. But there is so many games that a lot of people either have never experienced because they were too young or never experienced because they came from other consoles or just maybe weren't even into gaming at that point why why wall them off i'm um, imagine if say for example the next avengers film came out and they said good news next avengers coming out however you can no longer watch any of phase three or earlier yeah <laughs> but like why, why why would anyone want to see the original Avengers or Civil War, when our new film is out, you know, come and watch our new film, and we're just removing access to our previous work. It's like
0: you know, you, you can't re watch them and be like, Oh, hang on, I
1: want to re watch it and just have a bit of a movie marathon. That's it, You're stuffed. It'd be like saying, I'm really sorry, you can't come and look at the Mona Lisa because we've got this
2: brand new painting. Yeah, it just scrolls over and it's just a kid's scribble on the wall. Exactly. In crayon. Ah, I don't know. On slightly better news, while we're talking about games that have been delisted, I did manage to actually get to second place on Mario 35. (laughs) (laughs) I am a bit devastated. I was actually in a really good place. Plenty of time, powered up, going through World 1-1 again. I thought, I'm going I'm to win this. I was watching him in the corner screen. Last person, he's just like narrowly, I don't know how he survived some of the jumps, narrowly dodging all the enemies that I'm sending his way. Too busy watching him, I just ran off, <laughs> ran into a bottomless pit <laughs> and killed myself. Yeah, oh.
0: <laughs> yeah, you, you came to work today. You're like, um, so flipping a note to myself. <laughs> just tell what your face. So what we're saying you is, weren't happy.
1: don't watch other people's screens. Hi, screen watching. Talk about yes,
2: uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, I don't have Phil's chameleon-like a- ability where one eye points one way and the other one another way. Ah. Uh, also, I did take the plunge. I have ordered a um, Super Mario game and watch.
0: Oh, th- hang on. you told me today that you hadn't done it. Work this morning.
2: I went. I went on Amazon before. It's coming tomorrow, and it was still thirty-five pounds. <laughs> I was like, oh and they had two in stock so I thought
1: I didn't do it in the end I didn't buy it <laughs> when he was first saying I'm on about it I said buy it because you're just going to buy it anyway so you may as, we as well buy it we said so on a podcast ago we uh, said just do you know
2: it. what I, I've now come to the conclusion I really do not like the original Super Mario Brothers so why I'm the hell did saying, you buy the game I'm not saying it's <laughs> because of Nintendo's marketing I'm scared of missing out <laughs> or is it FOMO <laughs> uh, yes you have been fomo
0: in all fairness, yes, fair with majority of stuff that is sort of like little niche or unique.
2: My, my thought is Amazon; they have a generous returns policy. If I don't open it, I'll sit on it for a week, have a think.
1: <laughs> open it then play
2: enough. it. <laughs> no, that's the thing. I'm not even going to open. I might open it to look at it. I ain't going to play it. I absolutely despise Super Mario. Again, not saying it's a bad game, but uh, I, I, I don't know what it is. He does not control how I think he is. He one second he seems too sluggish. The amount of times I've gone to jump over a pit and just go wee and just fell straight down. <laughs> it's a me, a Mario. <laughs> um or gone to do a larger jump and just slid straight off the other edge as if the whole platform's made of ice. So
1: Mario is not for Barry.
2: Honestly, Super Mario 35, 90% of my deaths were falling into bottomless pits. What? I missed out on that elusive first place.
0: Well, no. Well, to, to finish off though, you know, everyone, if you haven't purchased Mario 3D All Stars or Game Trade, you, you can now because it's it, the first. In, unless you can find it somewhere on eBay or something, it's now delisted off. You know, all games and the websites, all this sort of stuff, online sites. That's it. You've lost your chance.
2: Third-party retailers have still got whatever stock they still had remain. So, if you're quick, Amazon, you can go online, you can purchase it. Affiliate link in the description.
0: Going on to obviously one of the main topics of the night, Zelda: Links to the Past. Now, I'm intrigued at how you two got on because I finished it. I didn't
2: enjoy it. Well, I finished it about 30 minutes before we started the podcast, so cutting it, cutting it up to the wire yet again.
1: I didn't get very far at all.
2: Phil Phil, gave it the good old, you know... He played for a week and left it. ...college track, and by that I mean he signed up for college and then just never attended.
1: Yeah, that sounds about right for my college, to be honest.
2: Yep. <laughs>
1: that was, with the Mortal,
0: you didn't get past the second level, and with this, you didn't get past the second dungeon.
2: Yeah, it's got a bit of a how uh,
1: about this, isn't it? Yeah, did indeed.
2: Yeah, um, Castlevania—you never got past the second castle. There's only two castles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm still right.
1: I mean, well, technically, yeah. <laughs> I so I I went. I was actually looking forward to it, and I was thinking, yeah, okay, I've not played it before. I've played other Zelda games, even on the Game Boy, the very similar style ones. I quite enjoyed them. I just, I don't know, I just didn't gel away just was not enjoying it at all and then i got i got up to the second temple thought right i'm leaving it there for the night i'll come back to it tomorrow and when i loaded up my game i'd lost practically all of my progress back to pretty much the beginning i was like
2: i just i just struggled <laughs> so you lost that 40 minutes worth of work that you got basically you yeah. in to get up to the second temple effectively yeah oh what a setback see i
0: I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a really, really good game, but it was also a lot harder than I thought it was going to be.
2: I think I fell in between the two of you. Again, I thought it's it's a game I have played. My cousins had a Super Nintendo and brought it around at Christmas, and I remember playing the beginning portion of it up to the point where you find Zelda, and then you start leading, leading her out of the castle. I didn't hate it, but Didn't enjoy it as much as I thought I would.
0: See, I love games that have puzzle elements, and this sort of dungeon puzzles work our way through. And so that sort of style and that sort of side of it, I really enjoyed. You know, having to know which blocks to push, how to get through different areas, Uh, and obviously with the like work your way through different traps and dodging them. um, The one thing I didn't enjoy the most was actually hitting an enemy. (laughs) The main (sighs)
1: part of the game then.
2: (laughs) Yeah. It wasn't just me who found the swing a little bit off. Yeah,
1: I'm bouncing off a shield. I'm bouncing off a shield. Bounce, not well, shield. yeah, there is
2: that. If you if you hit the sword, you'll both bounce away. But quite often, like someone's running at me, but he's slightly off-centre from me. i swing, I'll miss, and then he'll just get in a, a cheap little hit for on me. Yeah. Or
0: oh, you'll swing, and you're like, oh yeah, you'll swing, and you'll miss him. you're like, what? So you have to actually be stood on top of them to hit them. Yeah. Why? Um, or like quite often even though you're looking at it, your timing say they're jumping towards you for you to hit them and that you know, you're trying to step out of the way and they'll still, still hit you
2: I'm like, how did you fucking hit me? No, it's not just me but the L&R buttons on the game did nothing is that right? No. no I no, couldn't find no. her um, yeah, so I was thinking why couldn't they have been strafe buttons that would have been handy that probably actually would have been quite handy and that would have been. Very and one handy. thing, it's not necessarily against the controls. If anything, it's simplified. The only other Zelda game that I have ever completed was Link's Awakening on the Game Boy. And on that, to use the shield, you would have to equip it and you would have to say you equipped it to the B button. You would have to hold the B button to raise the shield up to block attacks. I was not comfortable in not pressing anything at all <laughs> just to deflect like yeah, an that arrow coming me. at me
1: that threw me at the start as well well, well have to yeah. that though if it
0: doesn't if it hits you to I think it's a shield on your right arm
2: yes because he's a lefty
0: yeah so if the arrow was to hit you on the left side of your body you get hit it has to hit your shield which also threw me so because I've stood there directly looking straight at them and I get hit I'm like what do you want from me <laughs>
2: I want you to die. <laughs> oh,
0: so. the oh, days. I'm like, get hit. It's like, oh yeah, I can, I can reflect fireballs. So, so there a the shield. It's like, hit you. I'm like, what? Okay, try this again. Get hit again. Like, why?
2: I also found that I don't know what items I was missing, but I didn't complete the game with a full inventory. There was, was gaps. Two items. There was an item that I thought would have been in the game that I didn't have. But, I find quite often. I was missing lots of items. Don't worry.
0: You didn't. You didn't get past the second dungeon, Phil. so...
2: <laughs> yeah, Phil. You just be quiet from the rest. The rest of this podcast <laughs> yeah,
0: then. You done your part. It's not down to me, very... Uh, let us
2: let us go back to to Phil. What did you like about the ten minutes that you played? <laughs> <laughs> I I
1: I didn't enjoy it at all. I I can't pinpoint it down anything. Say,
2: you know what? I really enjoyed this game the music i quite like the music in it the music is definitely iconic yes definitely. Uh, again though is it good or is it just that in modern like culture it's so ingrained into us no it is there's good there's some music. tunes that are absolutely ingrained into us there's mostly nintendo music as well actually when you think about it mm, well yeah I would, actually the examples i was going to give was super mario brothers tetris <laughs> for for me Super Mario Land you can't beat the music Super Mario Land for some reason the games eh, okay but the music.
0: See for me when I was playing it it gave me a lot of nostalgia back to when I played the Game Boy Color since that was the first console I got and you know playing some of the games on that the games I played on that were very similar based off how your character moved around and everything else just reminded me of that Um, but I, I did enjoy it.
1: I don't think I had a nostalgia hit because I never really seeked out games like Zelda. I mean, I had that Final Fantasy game, Mystic Quest, I think it was. I had I had Zelda Link's Awakening, or someone had Zelda Link's Awakening. And I remember enjoying those games, but they weren't games that I went, ooh, there's a new Legend of Zelda game coming out, I want to get that. But there I know a game that...
2: like it that I think you did enjoy. Story, Story of four. 4. Yeah.
0: If I'm honest... This is the first Zelda game I've ever completed.
2: See, Zelda games are titles that don't seem to hold my interest. The, this is only my second Zelda title that I've completed. I I don't know how many I've actually played. The first one i completed was Link's Awakening, which I actually did go back and play a chunk of during this. Right. And I found it actually controlled a lot better. <laughs> yeah. You- because you can compare it to something else. Perhaps time. that's part of why I didn't enjoy it then. Well, yeah, they both came out roughly the same time. The Game Boy uh, Link's Awakening was came out later than this. But I do find it's, it's more simple, but it controls better. I, I say, I felt more comfortable having to equip my shield and raise my shield than just standing there and going please don't hit me in the face, please don't hit me in the face, please <laughs> yeah, don't hit me your, in the
1: face. Your shield was a sub-weapon, wasn't it? Along with the boomerang, the bow, the bombs, but yeah, it was,
2: it was just an item that you equipped, yeah. like, as you say, boomerang, bow, bombs, feather, your
0: shoes, etc. See, with the Zelda games, all of my in-laws enjoy playing the Zelda games, and I've seen him playing them, and I'll sit and watch them playing it, and I'm like, not sure it's for me. It doesn't really grasp my interest.
2: The Zelda game that's held my interest the longest isn't even a true zelda game it was hyrule warriors
0: do you know what i was actually thinking of how i can tie it in
2: me and my partner sat there playing that for hours i have
0: Hyrule warriors age of calamity and i'm really 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 enjoying it
2: i, I want to pick up uh, age of calamity but the one i'm on about is the one that was on the wii u and also on the switch
0: is this about- i was about to say i remember playing it around yours.
2: yeah it's just called hyrule warriors
1: yeah, no, I did see that one. But... Yeah, I was, I was never a fan of those style of games.
2: We we used to play Miss, uh, not Mystic Quest. Sorry, what was it called? Uh, Ninety Nine Nights, D- Dynasty Quest, Dynasty, uh, Dynasty, Dynasty, Mystic Heroes. I don't know. It was basically Dynasty Warriors, but it was like super deformed, chibi versions of the characters. Were oh, oh okay. on the GameCube. you mean? Yeah. I can't think what it was called now.
1: Yeah, I know the one you mean. We did play a bit of um, that, didn't we?
2: Yeah, I did play a lot of Ninety Nine Nights as well. Um, I think the GameCube one, though, it was mainly because it was multiplayer. Yeah, i've
1: I've never. I always found whenever I've tried to play those sorts of games where it's you know you versus the world, killing millions of enemies that are spawning at you, yeah, I get
2: bored pretty quickly with them. What?
0: What kind of game? Bam, 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 yeah, I, I get bored.
2: Yeah. No, I absolutely. I can only play them for. Um, like an hour or so at a time. I don't even think I can manage that. I think the longest I've managed to play one in one sitting, relatively recently, it's been about 10, 20 minutes. Oh, so basically as long as you played. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a like... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I this did. You're telling us a lot about Phil's attention span. Yeah, in all fairness, i No, I I am only joking, because it is double what you played The Immortal for as well.
1: (laughs) Hey, The Immortal, I I must have given at least a couple of hours. Hey, look, okay, at least Zelda wasn't making him want to cry and sleep.
2: Grueling hours. Wow, you must suck. You didn't get past the second stage, did you? No, no, I didn't. (laughs) That
1: is, that, I gave it a good shot to get past that second stage, but I was, Done by the end oh, of watch
0: it. his streaming and how many times he tried it,
2: <laughs> just just laughing you, at the stream. You could see the will to live just leaving his body with every single thought that he walked through. Yeah,
0: at least Zelda didn't do that to him.
1: There was one point where I spent a straight forty minutes on the second level trying. Yes, <laughs> basically yes.
2: I don't want to play this
1: anymore. <laughs> So yeah, I didn't get past the second level on the Immortal, and I am never going near that game again.
0: Phil, well, the question is though, are you ever going to finish one of our Game Club games again?
2: Yeah, it probably is next yeah. pick, as long as it's a decent one. at all I, thought. I
1: am gonna, I am gonna say that of the games that we have picked, it is a close second, a very, very close second, for music from the game. What to um, Castlevania? Yeah,
2: I don't think it's anywhere in the League of Castlevania in terms of quality and music, but I do think it's better than Castlevania for how iconic the music is.
1: Oh, the music is iconic.
0: Now, before we move on and decide to, obviously, talk about the next game, we're going to start playing that. Uh, I just want to know, how do you think it's aged
2: Zelda? I think it aged. it's aged well. I don't think it's aged too much. I think the issues I had with the game were the back when I originally played it in the early 90s.
0: I, yeah, I, I can agree with that. think if they were to release it now, you wouldn't be like, oh, what is this? Why does it feel so janky and old? Do you know what I mean?
2: I do think they probably have to put in some... make it explain some of the mechanics a little bit better.
0: Yes. I found it a bit confusing at times.
2: The, well, the, the bit I got stuck on the longest was after fighting the wizard before you go to the Dark World. Yeah. So I went in, uh, Zelda's, like, <laughs> loads of spoiler alerts here. Zelda's like, please help me, Link. So I went back. She's been kidnapped, went to the temple where she's been taken. The wizard teleports her off and goes, Jun, you'll never be able to rescue her, ha! and then disappears. And to be honest, he was almost right. Because I didn't know what to do after that point. I was like, oh, right, um, well... Zelda's gone. The wizard's gone. It's just me sat here now in the room on my own. So I'd look round. Okay. Went back out the dungeon. Right. Okay. Looked on the map. Nothing on the map to do. I like, Alright. Then um, I suppose I'll explore the entire map all over again. Walking around, exploring it, going back to uh, some of the original dungeons. Not got a clue what to do. I think I must be missing something. Walked back into the temple where Zelda had been. Still nothing, the room's empty. At this point, it'd been a good hour of just mindlessly walking around. There's a curtain at the back of the room that you have to hit with your sword. Yes, yes there is. <laughs> it's not highlighted. It looks exactly the same as two other curtains either side of it. But you have to hit the one in the middle and there's a doorway behind it. It's just something as simple as maybe have the curtain like ruffle a little bit. You know, as if like there's a breeze coming through. Make it slightly transparent, something that the Super Nintendo could do. You could tell. Just remembered, uh, when you looked at three
0: curtains, the, the one on the left and one on the right, you can see the brickwork between the curtains, but the middle one was
2: black between the curtains. I did not notice that. A very I, I have no idea why I even tried that. hitting them.
0: I don't think I would have
2: noticed that. The only reason I've done it is I have a habit of holding yeah. the button in, so we, he's locked in a direction as I walk around, just because I was bored at this point. <laughs> and as I walked past, he kind of went, dunk and poked it. Just poked it, and then doorway. and I was like, oh, you are... <laughs> <sighs> so I went through, killed killed him, went through the rest of the game without... Without too much issue.
0: No, some of the bosses were a bit of a pain and took a few tries.
2: Yes. Um they did remind me a lot of Mega Man type bosses though. If you are the right equipment, they yes. were they were pretty easy. And luckily, most equipment that you need to kill them is the equipment you got in that dungeon. Or like I remember dungeon. the one with the uh hook shot. Yes, the eyeballs. I think it was the boss from the hook shot where you pull all the little creatures that are floating round Yeah,
0: yeah, it was all like clouds around or something. Yeah, Pulled it down, hit it, ran away, pulled and hit it. Yeah, that was a really easy boss. Then you get some like the worm that ran around and kept knocking off the edge if you touched them or hit them, or like you bounce you off to different angles. And... <laughs>
2: oh, <laughs> oh yeah, knock me off. Oh, and you have to that I fell off. Fight. Just out of curiosity, on the Ganon boss, did you fall off on the Ganon boss?
0: I did, because I, I it was taking ages. and For some reason, I didn't know why I could kill him. I fell off, and then I found a little great silver box which said Tommy that he needed to
2: get silver arrows. I was like, let's see. Because when I was fighting it, I I was charging at him, and then it paused while he went, ha-ha, I'm becoming more powerful or whatever it is, he says. Yeah. And all the edge went, and I was charging right at the edge, but for, like, frozen space. I was like, oh, pff, you know, I'm going to go off the edge, and this is it. <laughs> It's going to reset this whole boss, I bet you. I managed to stop just on the edge, and the amount of times he hit me, and I just, like, bounced off towards the edge. was like, no! (laughs) Really conscious.
0: I thought I was going to die, or, like, you know, reset it, and then you fell off the edge. You're like, oh, wait a minute. There's there's actually a a bit of a dungeon underneath this.
2: Oh, right. I see. I didn't actually fall off. I I just didn't want it to reset the boss. How
0: did you... I didn't realise until... I just found the person with about the arrow, about the block of the arrow that I then had to go and find how to get the silver arrow. It took me a while to then find the bomb. when we got through the thing and oh, I feel like that took me too long.
2: Yeah, I also found that there was a lot of um, walls that went, that's definitely one I can bomb because it was cracked yes. and it. it did I nothing. couldn't. I was like, oh, right, that's, I shattered my expectations. I, f- I found the end in a bit of a letdown as well. Yeah,
0: I felt like, when I was going through, showing you all the different villages and different areas, I was thinking, oh, maybe you can go back and do some more. I was like, no, it's the end. Yeah. And then I felt like the Ganon fight was a bit easy compared to some of the other bosses.
2: I don't think any boss in the game, except... Um, I can't even remember where it was. There was one where you've got, I think it was a muff. It was like a giant moth and all the spikes are going across. flying oh, going across, flying yes. at, yeah, Oh, my God. I just got oh. bounced along <laughs> well, between Because wasn't really that. Wasn't the um, floor
0: also moving to side to side as well? I
2: was th- yeah, I was thinking, is the floor moving? Or was the that floor floor moving one word? was left way? to
0: right, as this moss flying around, as you've got spike blocks going horizontally, and um, vertically yes, across yes, the roof. Yes, yes. I did not like that box. Oh, but it was horrible. I absolutely hated that one. Because they're going... You know, you try to hit the boss, but they're not the boss at you, but they're not get hit by the spikes, but they're not get pushed push into... The, oh.
1: Listen to this. It was...
2: I am glad I didn't get past the second sample. Oh. No, it, <laughs> yeah. honestly, that, that <laughs> one it boss, would, the only boss I would say was that I disliked. The rest yeah. were at, at worst, marginally annoying. I don't think there was a particularly hard boss.
0: Well, because you could plan and you could work with it quite well. Was that one was literally random luck whether or not you survived? Yes,
2: it was not. the environment that was the issue, not the actual <laughs> boss. I, yeah. off the top of my head, I can't even remember how the boss attacks because I was concentrating so much on those spiked blocks.
0: I can't remember either. Oh yeah, you're trying not to get stuffed over by what's happening in the room. You're like not thinking about the boss. You're just trying to give a little poke
2: and run away. Well, I was the opposite. I was If I got hit, I was like, right, that's it. I'm invincible for a few seconds. Just get in and just lever it as much as I could. Because <laughs> I went in and went, this is going to be easy. I'll just do what I've done for most other bosses. I've got the Master Sword. It fires off a beam when, when you're at full health. I'll just keep my distance and just keep firing beams at it. Split second later, oh, I'm nearly dead. <laughs>
0: oh, is that how you fire those beams? I didn't, even, I didn't even know that. I wondered how I was firing those beams.
2: <laughs> that's too much. The Master Sword has always been when you're at did full health. Did you not realise that you only fired them when you were at full strength? No, I didn't really, I didn't pay attention to my heart
0: so
1: I'm just like, oh look, it's working now. I'm pretty sure it's been that way in every <laughs> oh, single God. Legend of Zelda. <laughs> how the hell did you, you complete this game? <laughs> <sighs> I didn't even get the Master Sword and I knew that that's how it would work. Yeah, but how many Zelda games have you played before? This plus
2: one other.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's more than me. Shush. Uh... <laughs>
2: Oh, overall, so we'll start with Phil because you you played the least of it.
1: I genuinely. What did you?
2: What do you think of what you did play?
1: I I struggled to enjoy it, though I can see why it's considered a treasured classic. To somebody that enjoys that sort of game, I imagine they get a lot of lot of enjoyment out of it. And people do get a lot of enjoyment out of it. There's nothing inherently wrong with it. I just don't think it was a game for me.
2: Right. How about you, Anthony?
0: Uh, I. Did really enjoy the game. I enjoyed it more than I thought if I'm honest. Because I enjoyed all the like I said, the puzzle elements and everything else alongside that. The fighting, yes, the mechanics was a bit annoying, but I got past it. Are we giving ratings as well? Because Phil didn't give a rating.
2: Well, I don't think Phil deserves to give it a rating.
1: <laughs> That's true, because uh, he didn't get far enough. I was see, I was gonna give it a six.
2: Instead, Zelda will rate Phil and it is give him. <laughs> Two out of ten did not finish.
0: <laughs>
1: Is that because only did two dungeons?
2: Well, yeah, I think I think even then he didn't get twenty percent through the game. Shouldn't it be uh, two out of eight? There's more than there's more than eight dungeons. There's like it's like twelve, I think. No, there's eight dungeons. No, there's like twelve. Uh, no, there's actually because there's eight with the crystals. Yeah, there's 12. three with the amulets. There's the temple. I'm sure there's. I'm sure I might have missed one out. Somewhere, I, don't know, I thought there was only eight in that. Phil, how are you correcting me? I have literally completed this game about an hour ago, <laughs> and you didn't get past the second dungeon. How are you trying to correct me? here?
0: <laughs> so, I mean, for anyway, me, with I,
2: absolute amateurs, I'm going to
0: give it a solid seven seven point five. Yes, in you know, I, I would say around that.
2: So, I enjoyed the game. I did have a little bit of nostalgia at the beginning um, when I was playing the part where you rescue um, Zelda. I think that's because that's the only part of the game that I had ever played in the 90s. And for me, it, it was quite exciting to see what was actually ha- after that initial period. Because I'd never played it beyond that. Uh, it was nice seeing where some of the items and some of the tropes of the series came from, like the hookshot for example. I'd I probably, I probably give it Eight, eight and a half out of ten. I think it's a good game. There were some issues with it, mainly the collision, trying to hit enemies with the sword. Yeah. But nothing inherently wrong. Again, like Phil said, it's not that that type of game isn't my type of game. I just don't think a Zelda game is my type of game.
0: I'm either there. I think it's just a, it's a Zelda game, again, isn't my yes. type of game.
2: I'm glad I've played it. I'm glad I've completed it as well. Um, you know, yeah, so, so am I. I, f- I feel like it's probably one of those games anyone into retro gaming should play through and complete.
1: Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Anthony, have you actually finished Castlevania yet? And moving on. G-
2: <laughs> <laughs> just really quickly, Phil. So, can so did you just not play and complete the game just because you didn't enjoy it? it? Was I just I couldn't get into it. Every time I'd mm. sit
1: and try and play it, I couldn't get into it and actually sit through and play and enjoy it. And it was—I didn't want to get to the point where I feel like you know what, I'm slugging through this because
2: I have to, and it's sour it for me. See, in all fairness, I did feel like that the last couple of days, but I had that exact same experience with uh, Symphony of Nights. I think that's because there was a time limit on it. Mm. I did want to complete it, just. You know, so I could say it completed it. I didn't realize Anthony had actually managed it as well. So <laughs> now that we've done this game, we've all gone through one of our picks. Have we all got a new set of picks for these oh, upcoming yes. months?
1: I've I've got a few in mind for. I've got one for next for. Well, obviously it's our next game. Yeah, um, I've got a few in mind that are maybe's that I'm thinking about. But I believe we've said since we picked all picked RPGs no RPG yes, next
2: month. That yes. was not intentional that we all picked role playing games. It just games. by chance happened that way. Yes.
0: Um I've not picked one though and that's my bad. <laughs>
2: so well, we'll try and stall while Anthony furiously types to Google good well, retro games. Thankfully he only next. needs to think about this over the next coming months because we've got yes. my game to play, then your game to play, before Anthony's games to play. Yes. So the next game that we're going to start playing, um, as, as of today, technically, because it is the 1st of April, yes. is going to be your title. So what title is it that you've picked? The original
1: 1993 Doom.
2: Nice. Right. So we're going to play the original Doom.
1: So we can all sit and enjoy at Hell's Gate.
2: <laughs> so why have you picked that title?
1: Partly because I would like to replay through it again.
2: Have you Partly, completed
1: it previously? Oh yeah, of course I've completed the original Doom.
2: Alright, so me and Anthony are picking games that we've never actually completed so we can experience new games. Phil's just picking what he fancies playing yeah, again.
0: No, one, I'm I'm sure that's a conversation we had before. Try and pick a game that you've not played before. And you did that with Castlevania and now you do what it. Do.
1: I uh, I right I have picked this game for a few reasons. Firstly, it is iconic. It is an iconic first person shooter game. Okay, uh, uh, can I just say that? Okay. Which of us three
0: have not played Doom? And there's your answer. We've all <laughs> played this game.
1: <laughs> I mean, most people have played Doom, but we've got to talk about our feelings on the get-on. We can't always just pick new games that are out there that people might not have played. Sometimes we are going to play games that we've all played.
2: So you go got to go with Doom. Yeah. A nice, uh, you know, obscure trace there.
1: Well, we can also... Because I, I wanted to pick something that we could all play together at the same time. Co-op as well. And the original do each other, yeah? That is what's going to happen. Yeah. Is, is the co-op on
2: the original Doom for three
1: players? On the Xbox, there is two to four-player K-Op. K-Op? Co-op. op co- <laughs> You've got to leave that in. Doom 93. I checked right. it beforehand.
2: So. Okay, so we're going to play Doom because it was his choice. Yes. Personally, I would have probably picked Doom 64 because who here has played Doom 64? There you go. Similar sort of game. It's meant to be a fantastic game. It's, it's also on backwards compatibility uh, well, for Game Pass
1: it's the same game
2: well I say same game it's not the same it's game. not it's, it's, it's a totally different. different game well why don't we go with Doom 64 then? no no we'll st- we'll stick with your original game Doom so we're going to be playing through that through April so come Meg it's going to be my choice I was thinking I may as well do a fill so I'll pick Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> yeah <laughs> no Um, the game I've picked it's another Super Nintendo title Clock Tower Okay. Either of you played it? Nope. Either of you know what it is? Nope. Nope. Right. Um, it's basically a very early survival horror game. I have played part of it before. So, I, I not, probably not an awful lot. Probably only like thirty to thirty minutes to an hour that I've played. So, it's going to be new for me. Um, but from what I did play, run away is the best piece of advice that you can be given.
0: So is there any point of actually doing any fighting in this Or
2: So I believe our stalling tactics has uh, succeeded, Phil, because it looks like Anthony has actually picked his About selection nine. for June. All right, all right. Sorry, I wasn't prepared for this. I was busy playing Zelda.
0: Um, it's it's yes, all right. We've un- we only have... said
2: we were doing this in like... December 2020. You've you've not had enough time to prepare. We get it. Do you know, you've sold <laughs> long I'm enough. Give us the game. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, the anticipation is killing not me. Talking, you two. I'm trying to announce it. <laughs> it's either that or old age. One of the two. <laughs> Come. I'm gonna die laughing. We don't talk about it. Um, Perfect
0: Dark. All right. I said it. Shh. Uh, I'm going for Perfect Dark. I haven't played the N64 version. But I have played the 361, so I will be playing the N64 version of it.
2: Now, when you say the N64 version, when you say you've played the fr- 361, are you on about the, With the remaster, remaster of Perfect I played
0: Dark, Perfect Dark Zero? Perfect Dark? I've zero. not played Perfect Dark, because Zero right. is a remaster,
2: right, yeah. isn't
1: it? No, Zero is a whole new game. Oh.
2: <sighs> it's a prequel, isn't it? Hence the I zero. It was the same yeah.
1: game? I thought it was just a remake. No, 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 no. no completely it's just different game. No no, you are, are we... you are having a totally brand new experience and you'll yes. get joy. Okay, enjoy so I'll be playing Perfect aiming. Dark on the 360.
2: Yes. Except I'll be playing it on the Xbox series.
0: I'll play <laughs> 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 Anyway, Perfect Dark is what I've chosen for my month
1: in July. June. Just think. June. We can take him out June. on counter operative
2: mode. Yes. The very oh, special mode that is counter ops. So you know what co-op is, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are the you other me? mode, yeah. yes. The other mode is counter-op, where one person gets to play as one of the enemies.
1: No, no, no. Well, one person gets to play as every enemy well, on the yes.
2: level. As you, as you kill that enemy, they will just matrix-style inherit someone else's body. Hang on, wait.
0: Did Perfect Dark Zero have the similar sort of mode?
2: I, uh, yeah, don't I don't remember. They did. I, I don't
0: remember it having I it. did. I, yeah. I can't remember. I think it did. Maybe it was wrong.
2: I have In all issue. fairness, uh, I think I stopped playing Perfect Socks Zero probably as soon as another game came out. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: understandable, to be
2: honest. Actually, actually that's a lie. I, I did actually start working my way through the campaign with some randomer on Xbox Live probably about a couple of years ago. Right. I think we got about halfway through the main campaign. Fair enough. But yeah, it's a really good game. It's um, a spiritual sequel to GoldenEye.
1: Yeah, but it does everything better.
2: Yes, it it is bigger and better in every single way. Well, I I mean, do you try... um, I'm
0: intrigued to try it, uh, at least. But obviously, we've chosen our next three games. Uh, I know it's something we've discussed about and we want to open up to everyone who's listening up, don't we? About see if they've got any suggestions.
2: Yeah so if anyone out there is listening to this podcast and wants to either give us suggestions for upcoming games or torture us yeah uh, please don't torture us <laughs> <laughs> then we would love to hear them nothing can
0: um, i hope nothing can be worse than immortal
2: <laughs> well yeah in all fairness we've we've scraped the bottom of the barrel so it's the only way is up we would love to hear any suggestions anyone's got uh, for titles that, you know, maybe we wouldn't have played normally rather than Phil's picks of pretty much every iconic game that we've <laughs> all played.
0: Or repeatedly. even play alongside with us whilst we're doing
2: it. Yeah, that that would be fantastic. We'd love to hear your thoughts on these games. Whether you are playing alongside us for the month, you know, let us know. Drop us a message on our website, retrogamingdads.co.uk or even email us at Podcast at RetroAges.com. We'd love to hear from you. If you don't have time to play through these games, uh, which we understand, we're all fathers, we all work full-time, unfortunately just don't get as much time as we like to just to sit around playing video games all day. Right. Let us know, what did you think of these games when you played them originally, maybe as children? You know, did did Doom you make your turn... Into a psychopathic killer when you grew up? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Please don't incriminate yourself
0: during this.
2: <laughs> well, and no, also... you can incriminate yourself, especially if there is a reward for your arrest. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> if you want to support the podcast that way, we are more than happy. Alternatively, you can go to Patreon. Details are available at retrogamingdads.co.uk forward slash support. So once again, we'd like to say thank you for listening to episode 13. We hope you're enjoying the podcast.
0: Also, if you'd like to find out any information about what we've spoken about during this episode, please go to www.retrogamingdaz.co.uk. But, so I reckon that's it for the end of the podcast.
1: Yeah, I mean if that's nope. how you want to end it, sure. Oh, sorry. <laughs>